1: Everyone in this room is unrighteous. It's one or the other with God. Either you are perfect, and therefore righteous, or you are imperfect and therefore unrighteous. It's one or the other, unless God intervenes. And in this situation, God intervened, and he said to Abraham, I- I've, got, I've got an inheritance for you. I've got a plan for your life. Here's what you need to do. You need to, you need to pack up everything, load up everything, and, and leave home, and I'll show you where, where you're going.
0: In today's message, Pastor Robert will share the difficult truth that no man is righteous. As you'll see, there's no middle ground to God. You're either 100% perfect and righteous or imperfect and therefore not righteous. This is how it is unless God intervenes. God can intervene in your life and give you opportunities to obey Him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio.
2: His love is the main thing.
1: And God was gracious to me. Three days later, he answered my questions. This, it was a clear supernatural encounter that I had with God that day. I knew that God was saying, to my heart, sell everything, get ready, to, get ready to leave, get ready to move. But I, I really didn't have any more than that. And, and I said to the Lord, I, I, I need more than that. I need to know where. I need, I, need some, I need some details. And on Wednesday morning, this was Sunday night, Wednesday morning, I got a phone call saying, we're, we're starting a school. Youth with a Mission in Miami, we're, we're doing a school in two weeks. Are you coming? We've been trying to reach you. And so I took Thursday off to pray, Friday I quit my job, by the end of the following week I had sold everything, and two weeks after that I was on an airplane thinking that I would spend the next six months in Miami. That was 1985, been here almost 30 years, yeah, six month trip turned into a lifetime. But see, the Bible says Abraham launched out in obedience without even knowing his destination can you imagine? I mean, think about it. And this is before, you know, he didn't, they didn't have I-95 or airports or anything like that. He launches out across the desert. Where are you going? I don't know. That way. <laughs> That's all he knew. When you look at the path, we'll see it in just a minute. He just followed the, the the river. He just kind of followed the river, you know, walked down the Euphrates, believing God's promises. He packed up and Set out and the Bible says, listen, the Bible says that God accounted that to him as righteousness. Meaning that you've got an unrighteous man, okay, imperfect, imperfect, not like he's this wicked heathen. Okay, sometimes we 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 don't think in biblical terms. Nobody in this room is perfect, right? No perfect people, nobody in this room is perfect, therefore everyone in this room is unrighteous. It's one or the other with God. Either you are perfect, and therefore righteous, or you are imperfect and therefore unrighteous. It's one or the other, unless God intervenes. And in this situation, God intervened and he said to Abraham, I've got, I've got an inheritance for you. I've got a plan for your life. Here's what you need to do. You need to, you need to pack up everything, load up everything, and, and leave home. And I'll show you where, where you're going. And the Bible says Abraham did that. Not immediately. But he did that. He did that. He acted in faith. He acted in faith. The book of James says faith always acts. It's always visible. You can always see it in people's lives. And because Abraham made that decision to trust God, and it was a decision to trust God, and he acted in obedience, God had mercy on him and began a relationship with him. Not only did Abram launch out in faith without knowing his destination, he also lived his life with the belief that his real destination wouldn't be reached in one lifetime. Let me say that again. Not only did he launch out in faith, not knowing where God was taking him, he did so with the belief that his final destination would not be reached in one lifetime. Most of us are short-sighted, not Abraham. Hebrews 11, verse 9, we just read it. This is the second example of faith we see in this passage. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob. The heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. God promised to Abraham all of the land between the river Nile in Egypt and the Euphrates, quite possibly somewhere in the general vicinity of the original Garden of Eden when you look at what Genesis says. But that's another story for another day. But he travels up the Euphrates. He walks all around. God gave him all that land Gave him all that land. Genesis 15, 18. To your descendants, I have given this land from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. The Kenites, the Kenizzites, the Cadmonites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Rephaim, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. I've given you all their land. Now, guys, that includes at least portions of what is now Egypt, Iraq, Syria, Lebanon. Jordan, and Saudi Arabia. Do you understand that that little tiny portion that's now Israel, the size of the state of Rhode Island, little tiny area there, is nothing compared to what God gave to them. And and, and he said... I'm giving it to you forever. Genesis 13, 14, God had said to Abraham, lift your eyes now and look from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward, westward, for all the land which you see I give to you and to your descendants forever. How long is forever? (laughs) Forever. Forever. When we talk about, you know, we need to stand with Israel for our own good, we need to stand with Israel because God said to Abraham... And to his descendants, they're blessed. You may not understand all the intricacies of it, the details, the politics of it. You know what? I don't really care about the politics. Here's what I care about. God said, that's their land. It's all theirs. It's all theirs. God gave him a country. Listen to me. Here's the second thing that I want you to know. God gave to Abraham all of that land. massive country, and he never even built himself a house. Abraham never even built himself a house. He launched out from this beautiful, apparently, advanced city there in Mesopotamia, Iraq. Traveled out. God says, this is all yours. I'm giving you all of this. This is all yours. And he was wealthy enough to have built himself a walled city and a palace. And he never did it. You know what he built? Time after time after time after time. Abram built altars. Altars to God. Places of worship for God. Never built himself a house. Not even a shack. You understand? Not even a little one room. And he was raising his kids. Did you catch what it said? Did he live there with, with Isaac and Jacob? It, tents. They lived in tents. Not because they couldn't afford better. They could. Well, then why did he do it? because he was focused on God's kingdom and not his own. In other words, he could have afforded to live in luxury in this life, but he determined to live with the next life as his priority. That's the example that's being set forth. Abram made a decision to trust God. That decision led him to leave behind everything he'd ever known. Launch out into the unknown, believing God's promises, trusting God to take care of him, trusting God to keep his promises. And part of the promise that Abram understood is, okay, I'm I'm giving this to you and to all your descendants, but there's more than this. There's more than this. Do you understand there's a lot more than this? Even if you achieved everything, your wildest dreams... God has so much more that he wants to give you, but you'll never see it all in this lifetime. And you're so short-sighted if your whole focus is on here and now. This guy lived his entire life while here on earth waiting for the city whose builder and maker is God.
0: We chase after so much in this world, the best job, the perfect family, the prestige and fame that we think will satisfy. But will it ever be enough? These worldly achievements may seem like exactly what we want, but in the end, we can't take them with us to heaven. These things can also become idols in our lives, becoming more important than our Savior. As we've studied the book of Hebrews, we've been warned that nothing should take the place of Jesus in our lives. Nothing else and no one else will give us lasting satisfaction. Our lives should focus first on the Savior, allowing Him to direct our steps in all things. We are so glad you tuned in today to Main Thing Radio. If you'd like to learn more about this ministry, please visit our website, MainThingRadio.com. Listen to additional teachings by clicking on Podcast and download our mobile app to take Main Thing Radio with you on the go. Come and follow our Facebook and Twitter accounts to keep up to date with everything that's happening at Main Thing Radio and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Find links to our accounts at our website, MainThingRadio.com. With that, our time with you has come to an end. We hope you'll join us next time as Pastor Robert continues to teach verse by verse, chapter by chapter, through the book of Hebrews, right here on Main Thing Radio.